What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You don't know what that ought is, Mr. Trash. I'd show you, but I'm too old. I'm too tired. I'm too fucking blind. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd make a flamethrower to this place. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! We've said it once, we've said it twice, we've said it a million times, the truth shall never set you free. This is Tim, this is Get Off My Lawn, the mad ramblings of a Gen Xer. Oh, I want to talk about the idiocy of local elections. I want to talk about to the river, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And the idiocy, the people who are chanting this, who have no clear idea what it means or why they're saying it. They think they're they're pro-Palestinian by basically just reiterating the, the mantra of Hamas. Now, you see the college campuses. You, you see what's going on in some of these protests in places like New York and Chicago. And all they do is chant, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Then you talk to these people. And I love it because you're like, well, what is that? What does that mean? What does this mean to you? And they're like, well, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Now, here, here's here's a great ex- here's a great example. Let, let's listen to this for a second. Can we? Let me see if I can't pull up this clip. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's pull, let's let's Palestine pull up the, will be free. Well, what let's, let's let's start from the beginning. To the sea, Palestine will be free. What happens to Israel? Curious. Oh, please don't touch my microphone. That's not okay. You're not going to tell us what happens to Israel? Will you tell us what happens to Israel? If Palestine is free from the river to the sea? What does that mean? Settler colonialism is the real terrorism? And I love it because that's their, that's their talking point. Well, first it was Zionism. And it's colonialism. You know, Then it's settlerism. <laughs> okay, just answer the question. It's not a difficult question. If you take a look at the map and you see from the river to the sea, it's basically all of Israel. Where are all the Jews going to go that live there? I mean, what what does Hamas want to do with them? Well, let me think about this. Oh, they want them dead. Yes, it is It is in their mantra. They want them dead. That's what they want to do. And I love it because I saw this clip as well. This clip, this clip also cracked me up. Hold on, let's see if we can. Let's see if we can play another clip here because, like, cause my computer's running real slow. River to the sea, Palestine will be free. Hey, dude. Hey, from the river to the sea. Wait a second. What does that mean? It means we want a Palestinian state from the river to the sea. I assume you mean the Jordan River and the Mediterranean Sea. I think so, yeah. So basically, all of Israel's territory. Yeah. So what will happen to Israel? I guess it's not going to be there anymore. Anywhere? You're saying they can't coexist? Well, no, because we want the land from the river to the sea. I see. Don't worry, it shouldn't have been there in the first place. But the United Nations voted on forming the state of Israel after the Holocaust. But they didn't on Arab lands. Actually, the UN voted on forming an Arab state as well, approximately the same size as the Jewish one. Oh. Yeah, but the local 
local Arabs refused, and one day after the vote, they launched massive attacks against Jews all over the land, even though they were living side by side before. Well, then the armies of Jordan, Syria, Iraq, and Egypt launched a full-scale attack to wipe out Israel completely. They almost reached Tel Aviv before eventually losing. They killed one in every hundred Jews in Israel. Okay, but then the Jews stole Arab lands. Well, if you start a war against me, try to kill me and take my home, but end up losing the war and your home, did I really steal from you? Huh. But let's get back to the from the river to the sea part. Thank you. Who will rule this Palestinian state from the river to the sea? Whoever rules Gaza, I guess. So Hamas. Okay, yeah. Hamas, the terrorist organization. Freedom fighters. Freedom fighters who record themselves torturing kids and then calling their parents to brag about this. Yeah, we're not going to get into the phone call because I can't take the phone calls about the people that are they're gloating. And, and it, um, the woman that plays Wonder Woman, I guess she was, a, she was in the military. I guess she was an IDF soldier. I didn't read the article fully, but I did notice that she was going to do a 46-minute screening to people that don't believe the atrocities that happened to Israel. Because there's still people that are denying. Well, there's, there's still people that deny the Holocaust. But they wore GoPros, these terrorists. They recorded everything. And at the end of the day, the idea was to post this as propaganda to help recruit new members to Hamas. There's something, there's something greatly wrong with that. There's, there, there is literally something that in your mental capacity, if you thought this was a good idea and you thought to celebrate this and you were sitting there chanting from the river to the sea, but you have no idea what exactly it means, just like it's Zionism, it's colonialism, it's settlerism. Okay, well, explain it to me. Explain how the Jewish faith or, or the Jews themselves have been in, in the land called Israel since before Christ. That is the, the land of Israel is mentioned something like 683 times in the Bible and is never mentioned in the Quran or, 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 or having, you know, the Muslims rule the land in the Quran. That needs to be explained to me. And then you have devout Muslims where it says, you know, in the Quran that you don't kill women, you don't kill children, but these people are supporting the fact that they're committing actual genocide, Habas, against the people from Israel, there's something, there's just, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Think about, just think about that for a second. And there's something else I want you to just think of just for a second, wrap this around your mind. The Jewish population right now in America is estimated to be 7.6 million. That accounts for 2.4% of the population. But right now, hate crimes against the Jewish community is up 388%. 2.4% of the population, 7.6 million. This is this is our numbers going back to 2020. But hate crimes against them in the U.S., in this country, where we vowed it would never happen again. We vowed the Nazi Germany would never happen again. Hate crimes against the Jewish community is up 388%. There's something, there's something just, it's, it's, there's a fundamental issue right now that we are having for the soul of this nation. And you got Rashida Tlaib being as crazy as, oh, fuck. She finally got censured, censored, censored, censured. I can't talk today. And every time people want to talk about everything that's going on with the Jews, the first thing they want to throw is Islamophobia. And they always tag that together. We, if we're going to talk about the Jews and everything that's going on there, we need to talk about Islamophobia. Okay, I'm not seeing the percentage of numbers for a lot, you know for hate crimes against Muslims going up 388 percent. You had Jean Karine Jean Pierre basically dismiss in one of her press conferences a couple of weeks back, basically dismiss anti-Semitism 
And and she said then said well she went into she went hold on let's let's see if I can play this clip hold on let's see hold on let's see if we can find the clip well the clip well the clip's not gonna play but she basically was asked a question about uh, about anti-Semitism and, and all of a sudden she she gave an answer where she really more discussed about what's going on in the Muslim population and what's going on in reference to. Um, uh, what's what's basically going on in, in reference to Islamophobia? Hold on, I think I got the clip. Hold on, I think we got I think we got the clip. Hold on, let's see if I can find it. Here we go. Wait, can, can, where's the clip? Here. All right, where- level of concern right now about the potential rise of anti-Semitism in light of everything that's going on in Israel. So a couple of things. Um, look, um, uh, we have not seen. Uh, any credible uh, threats? I know there's been always questions about uh, credible. Oh, just it's just up 388 percent, but we haven't seen any credible threats. Uh, and so, uh, just want to make sure that that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate. No, no, no! Liar, liar! Pants on fire! Attacks, and certainly President Biden understands that many of our Muslim Arab. Arab Americans and Palestinian American love. Now, this is talking about anti-Semitism. She's just talking about Islamophobia because you can't you you can't sit there and say, okay, well, people are going after the Jewish population without mentioning the Muslims, even though it's not even the question. And neighbors are worried about the hate being directed at their communities, and that is something you heard the president speak to in his uh, in his address uh, just last last Thursday. And so, uh, one of the things that the president has done is directed his team, uh, uh, Homeland Security team, to prioritize prevention uh, and disruption of any emerging threats that could harm the Jewish, the Muslim. Uh, of course, we have to tie the Jewish and the Muslim, even though the Muslim population. And we're not blaming all Muslims because we're not actually we're not blaming Muslims anymore. We're blaming Hamas, but they just happen to be Muslim, but they just happen to be the ones that attack the Jews, but we should tie them both together. Americans or, or any other communities, and that is something that the president has sought to do and, and since day one. As you know, the president ran on, on, um, on you know, bringing commu- protecting communities, obviously, but bringing people together, the soul uh, uh, protecting. If he brings us any further together, we're probably going to end up in World War III. Of the nation. Uh, and so, um, that is something that the president takes very, very seriously. Uh, and um, you know, we're going to continue to denounce any sort of hate uh, towards any American here. Uh, and so that's what we're going to continue to be steadfast on. Again, he has, he has uh, uh, advised, directed his Homeland Security uh, team to make sure that they're on top of this. Okay. On top of it. That's what she said. Sorry, I just had to. Uh, but let's now. Now, evidently, she got a ton of backlash. So I love her response. Can we get administration's new plan to counter anti-Semitism? As you all know, this past May, we announced a very comprehensive, once of a kind uh, anti-Semitism plan, which we think is incredibly important at this moment. The now, administration. That, that was her talking about the fact that she, she was basically saying, I misheard the question. <laughs> I love it. She, and then that was her response to mishearing the question. I miss, I misheard the question. Oh, you mean the question that asked you directly about anti-Semitism? That question? I know. It's, it's, it's so easy to mishear. <laughs> I, I, miss, I, misheard, I misheard the question. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, really? Think about, just think about that for a second. I, and that's your response. I misheard the, I misheard the question. 
if you're going to talk about, and I'm going to say it again, if you're going to talk about from the river to the sea, can, can we just talk about the fact that, and, and people always want to overlook at it. They, they had a two-state solution back in the 40s. And, and they're right. The UN created a resolution to give equal amount of land to the, both the Muslims and, and the Jews, and the Muslims rejected it. There, there has been, there was, I think there was actually two other offers and even going back to the forties and fifties about separating land equally, but it was denied. It, it was for, for, for certain Muslims and certain peoples like Hamas, it was all or nothing. So when, and I think it was, I think the uh, Jews pulled out of uh, Jews. Uh, sorry. I can't even talk today. Um, Israel pulled out of Hamas, excuse me, pulled out of Gaza back in 2005, I believe it was. And they built some the Israel the Israelites or even the Jews you want to call them built so many things in in Gaza, and after they left, the Muslims tore down every synagogue that they that that Israel built, and they destroyed all the greenhouses. Now Israel built a large number of greenhouses in Gaza, so they could help support the people there. And feed them. So what happened was when they pulled out, they turned around and just destroyed the the people in Gaza, all the all the greenhouses, because they were built by the Jews. You basically decided, hey, listen, I want to starve, and I'd rather starve than have food that was provided to me by certain by a certain group of people. There, there's something wrong with that equation. And to look at the country that we're living in now and to see these protests and to see the flags and to see people ripping down the, 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 the pictures of, of people that have been taken hostage and that are missing. They had one gentleman who was on, who's, I believe it was his, it, it was his brother, who he was hanging pictures up with his brother. This was in London. And these women kept coming down and tearing him down. And he even said, if this was your relative, would you want these pictures up or would you come around and tear them down? And they didn't care. And you see these people in our own country. And I love it because you also have these people that go out and interview them in New York. And they say, well, okay, if if this is what you believe, why don't you go move to Gaza? No. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I'm staying here where it's safe. But then you see people of adult age from Israel leaving this country to fulfill their military obligation and fight for Israel. But the people that are yelling from the, from the, from the river to the sea are just sitting there and they, nope, not doing that. Not doing that. I'm not going over there. There's a war over there. <laughs> you think I get 5G service over in Gaza? It's like you, you want to be this progressive. You, you just, you want to be this, 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 this Sebastian of hope. Oh, I I love this one. Hold on, wait. Can I play? I'm gonna try to play this one. This is a this is a great clip. Uh, this is a guy interviewing people. Hamas free Palestine. Uh, you're all in. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh yeah, you're in. Easily. I just have to read terms and conditions just so okay. you know you know what you're signing. Okay. By supporting Hamas free Palestine, you agree to the following. You agree that every Jew, Christian, and non-Muslim in the world must be slaughtered. I don't know about that one. You endorse making homosexuality punishable by jail or death. Oh no, no, I don't. You don't agree with that? You believe Iran should use Palestinians as puppets to spread radical jihad and destroy the West? 
No? No. I'm glad I read the uh, terms yeah. and agreements. He supports strict Sharia law, which bans women from showing their knees, hair, playing sports in public, not being able to travel without a man's permission. I'm sorry. I'm not interested? Oh, okay. You want a terrorist group that beheads babies and rapes girls to replace only democracy in the Middle East? I'm not sure that's something to support. So if I sign, I agree with this? Yes. Baby, no. No? Okay. Oh, no. Thank you. No. I don't support any of these two things that you just read to me, so okay. then I won't be able to sign this then. That's fair. Yeah, thanks for not signing. <laughs> yeah, all right. I love it because, like I said, he goes out and tells people, well, if you support a boss, here you go. Just just sign this, just sign this petition to support a boss. But first, let me read to you what you are signing and what you are supporting. Because this is literally what you are supporting. <laughs> but again, it's from the river to the sea. Okay. <laughs> and I love it because let's let's listen to 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 let's listen to Martin Luther King for a second. Can we can we I I, I gotta listen to this from this is this is this is a great clip. Hold on. Said to me amid anti-Semitism anywhere. We don't need your support. We have enough Jewish power to deal with this problem ourselves. I would still take a stand against anti-Semitism because it's wrong, it's unjust, and it's evil. My Jewish brothers and sisters said to me amid anti-Semitism anywhere, we don't need your support. We have enough Jewish power to deal with this problem ourselves. I would still take a stand against anti-Semitism because it's wrong, it's unjust, and it's evil. That's the great Dr. Martin Luther King. And I think that's, we're going to end the segment, this segment like that, just with that, because that, that sums it up. Where are our leaders? Where Where are the likes of Bernie Sanders and all these other these these people because they're nowhere to be found. They're they're they talk about supporting Israel. Everyone in this country who sat there and said, at no point in time will we allow this to ever happen again. You need to look at yourselves in the mirror because you're letting it happen again and you're letting it happen again on your own soil. You are having people who are go who who are saying, kill the Jews. Who, who took pleasure in the murder, the rapes, the beheadings, the killing of children. Never again means just that. Never again. We always talk about the, um, the economy. And it's, uh, you, you know, we always like to talk about Bidenomics here because Bidenomics is so awesome. But then you, they, some, some news always gets kind of swept under the rug. One of the big news is Americans are falling behind on auto loan payments at a record pace. <laughs> they are saying that steep prices, steep high prices, steep borrowing uh, have triggered a spike in auto loans delinquencies. In September, the percentage of auto buyers who were at least 60 days late rose to 6.11%. Now, that, that is the highest default level in nearly three decades. The previous high was 5.93% just in this January. Now, if you take a look at the inflation, you take a look at the the way that the Fed has been raising rates, that, that affects auto loans. Unsurprisingly, though, also, vehicle repossessions have climbed each month. Cox Automotive, they estimate that 1.5 million vehicles will be seized by the end of 2023. That's up from 1.3 million last year. <laughs> and and it, it's amazing that 
you know, we we ha- we didn't see these these things uh, happening during the pandemic. We're seeing them now. Now, the average price of a new vehicle has reached a record high of forty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> That's crazy. And the prices just keep going up. I love it because I'm never going to give up my 1983 Camaro. Besides the fact that I'm so sexy in it, <laughs> I'm never going to give that car up. The percentage in the percentage of this is what I love. The percentage of consumers paying at least a thousand dollars a month for a vehicle is at 17.1 percent. So that means 17 17% of the population is paying over a thousand dollars a month for their car, which was up from an all time high of 16.8 at the start of the year. I get upset when I pay over $300 for my cars. People are paying over a grand for a vehicle because you need a car. You you need you need you need to get places. <laughs> and I love it because we keep talking about, well, we're gonna go electric. No one's gonna be able to afford an electric vehicle unless they have some type of deferment or of the payments, or they have some type of loan from the government, which they've given out. But even then, electric cars are not affordable. Can we just figure that out for a second? Electrical vehicles are not affordable, but we want everyone to go electric, even though the electrical grid cannot handle the the amount of cars that we would have. It, it's just it's just crazy. It's just nuts. And then I laugh because I'm not even going to get into her name, but we had an ex-pro soccer player flash the Nazi salute to pro-Israel demonstrators. And we're not going to get into who it is because we're not going to give them the satisfaction from even saying their fucking name. But, I mean, you, you see there, I mean, I mean, you can't see it, but we'll play the clip. You can literally see her giving the, the Nazi symbol, the, the salute, the Nazi salute. You can literally see it. And then she goes, well, that's not what I was doing. Why is it never what you were doing? Why don't you just why don't you just woman up or transgender up and just say, yes, that's what I was doing. <laughs> and it was stupid and I apologize for it. No, they will they will never do that. Because why? Because of the fact that they just can't. They can't just admit that they're wrong. It's okay to be wrong. It, it it's okay to to understand that that we we are just you know we we all make we all make our mistakes. We haven't talked about the uh, we haven't talked about the illegal immigrant problem. Now, evidently, though, Chicago residents are getting mad. They 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 are over the sanctuary policies, sanctuary city policies. And they are coming out in force to say that the, the, that their leaders, which they just elected, are not listening. That the city is overwhelmed and putting a strain on the poor, the poor neighborhoods. And the support that would have gone to these neighborhoods are now going to these people that are in this country illegally. So we talk always about American first and American citizens first, but you not the people in Chicago are yelling in their collective voice, "We will not go quietly into the night. We will not stand without a fight," because of the fact that you're not even listening. 
that you are giving this money to people who are in this country illegally, have, have, they have taken precedence over the, our own citizens. But that's okay now. But now people in these liberal cities are finally standing up. I had one last thing I wanted to bring up. We had some local elections the other day. And it, our, 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 our county is very red, deep red. Deep, it's eight to one Republican. Now I'm just gonna leave. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna leave this as. I'm gonna leave this as a train of thought. We are eight to one in reference to register Republicans, the Democrats, and we had we had school boards elections and everything else. Um, and then it turned out that we lost the 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 uh, Republican Party lost. Uh, there's there's a uh, they lost. They had five seats up for the school board. And it's a nine-person board, and they had five seats up, and they had the, the Republicans had the majority eight to one. They lost all five seats the other day. Now over three hundred thousand people voted. It's an eight to one percentage in reference to registered voters between Republicans and Democrats, and somehow every Democrat won. Just going to leave that as a food, food for thought. And as always, the truth shall always set you free. This is Tim. Let's get off my lawn. The mad ramblings of a Gen Xer. And I'm out.